the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to it. Thursday night footy is back tonight, and I cannot wait. (laughs) The Mighty Bunnies taking on the Penny Panthers. I've got to say, there's been a few shots fired over the bow as well by one of the superstars. I love it. Well, Latrell, what did, what did he... he he's, oh, this is what he actually had to say. Have a listen to this. I think there's a few cracks in, in the windscreen, so um, I think we can exploit them and, and go from there. Wow. So he's, he's talking there on a number of things. One, that Penrith don't look the way they are, but also the argument between Jerome Luai and Jamin Salmon after the game, after the loss last week to the Oh, Broncos. yeah, saw that, yeah. So he's sort of saying, listen, they're not as cohesive as what we once saw them as, so we need to exploit that. Do you think Luai said, you know what, I agree with Ricky. Do you think he said that? <laughs> Going back to last year. Remember yep. that? Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I can't wait for it. Is this a new rivalry? Because, I mean... Oh, we get manufactured rivalries in rugby league. It's just two big Sydney clubs going at it Yeah, tonight. we don't have a lot of true rivalries. And mm. I may be wrong, but as a... Parramatta Manly. As, yeah, as a historian of the of the game. And, I, and again... You're like Sydney, aren't they? Yeah, it's... Well... Uh, South and the Roosters are is that's a true rivalry. It's a hatred. It's it is. Not, it, it is, and unless you go for South or the Roosters, think, you don't understand. I think Saints and Cronulla is a true rivalry. Is it same region? Yeah, Battle of the Beaches. I think that is Bulldogs and Parramatta. Well, or, or Parramatta Manly. There's also oh. there's always Parramatta Manly. There's always Bulldogs, Bulldogs, um, Parramatta. It's, but I don't know. There's no real true. It's Manly everyone. This is why Redcliffe and Brisbane is. Is such a well, the Dolphins and Brisbane is a that's, okay. a that's a genuine rivalry. Okay, well, the, there's a rivalry tomorrow night. It's uh, the Broncos and the Cowboys. See, I think that takes a back seat now that the Dolphins Does are in it? the competition. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it'll depend on the results, won't it? So if if we get more close results between the Cows and the Broncos, we'll claim that one. Yeah, and if if and I'm not suggesting the Broncos are going to blow out uh, the Dolphins, mm. but if that does happen or vice versa. Um, I think they'll stick to the closest game rivalry. Souths and Roosters hate each other. One, because of their proximity from each other. They've always fought over junior boundary lines. Well, we, didn't, we didn't fight over junior. They don't have any. Yeah, well, Roosters don't have one junior. Well, the Roosters, they steal all of the ours. The Roosters asked Souths whether they could be in their junior comp. Then they started taking juniors and Souths said, get stuffed. Yeah. But then the Roosters started stealing players back in the 70s. Yeah. Ron Coote, for example, uh, Elwyn Walters. And then Manly started stealing players from South as well. So you could say that South and Manly have a rivalry. Is it a true rivalry? I'm not quite sure. The one with the Roosters is a true rivalry. This one is probably more of a modern-day manufactured one. Yeah, I reckon you're spot on there. A big show tonight, earlier in the week, Matt Rogers uh, caught up with the great Eddie Jones, the new Wallabies coach, and it's good to hear them get together and have a chat because... Obviously, we all know the history that Eddie Jones recruited Matt Rogers from Rugby League along with Lottie Takiri and also Wendell. So uh, we'll do a two-part special on that for you tonight. Uh, Plenty coming up. Of course, the Aussies won the toss and elected to bat. Unchanged, the Australian 11 team. Off to a good start. What a massive stadium. Yeah. It's not full, though. Matabad. I reckon there'll be more at a Roosters game (laughs) than at a Matabad. Was it 130,000? We don't know. Mm. No, we don't know. No. How much is the capacity is normally about? Well, they say 130,000, but that could be more. Depends how many they squeeze in, Sat. Mm. And not anyone sit, – no one sits in their seats. 
You could build a stadium in India without a seat. <laughs> Everyone is so into the game, they stand up and cheer the whole time. Did you, get the, did you see the ball that got Marnus Labashain out? Uh, no, I didn't. It, it was about two inches off the ground. It basically dribbled between the bottom of his bat and the <laughs> ground. Yeah. It was a good start from Head and uh, Uzi Kawaja. I think they put on about 60 for the first wicket. I reckon that ends David Warner opening the batting again. I think we've got our openers moving forward. Mm. Even for the World Test Championship, before the Ashes, I think it's definitely going to happen. So, um, There's some breaking news to Savo too. I'm hearing that Carrigan uh, has re-signed with the Broncos. Till the end of 2028. Five-year contract. Future captain of the Brisbane Broncos. I'm, I'm glad he signed with the Broncos. Melbourne was starting to... To hover, apparently. A, a number of clubs were trying to get his services. Outstanding front rower. Can play a bit of anywhere. Can play front row, second row. Um, play a little bit of lock if he has to. Uh, but I've got to say, future captain. But outside of that, I'm glad he started the Broncos because in the meeting the other day with Pete Bedell, our good friend, he asked me about Carrigan. I, I likened it to the Penrith Panthers. A lot of these really good young players yep. have come through all their junior development systems. They all hit first grade together. You're going to win a comp together. And that's something that's got to, you know, that's got to be the fire inside your belly that you're, mm. if you're a Queensland kid, you play for the Broncos, you've come through the junior development systems, you want to win a comp there as well. And I'm glad he's so staying he, put. He did captain. Yeah, no, he Broncos, was. Broncos, so Adam Reynolds took well, he over. Was, he was captain during the gender reveal. I know. Yeah. I know. Mm. Oh, I hope he didn't gendered. know about it. I hope he didn't know about it. He was it. one of the, if you look going back and look at the footage, he was one of the most that. excited. Is he gonna now? Was he's got a bit more. Pink. Can you remember whether that was? I, I, I couldn't give a stuff. Yeah, I, um, I think. Um, I think now with this extra coin, do you think he'll get a haircut? Get no. rid of the ponytail. I think Come that's on. his identity. Oh, what do you? What would you pay him? I'm not saying I don't know how much, but what would you pay him? I'd pay for the haircut. <laughs> if your identity's a man bun, we got to talk seriously. <laughs> Sports Day. Uh, Scotty Sattler made those comments. Uh, part one of Rats. <laughs> Wonderful chat with Eddie Jones on the way next. Thanks to Kia. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Wow, that was the last time Australia won the Bledisloe Cup. Is that right? That's right, yeah. You 20 scored... years ago. Or 20, 21 oh, years ago. 21 years ago. Mm, How yeah. are the chills right now hearing that? Oh, the mate, glory was, days it, of the world. And Who knocked it over? Was it Matty Burke knock it over? No, he missed it. Missed <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> he kicked a penalty to, to win it uh, a few minutes later, which was, uh, yeah, it was, it was a, oh, amazing memory. Highlight of my career. Tell you what, I've been looking forward to this chat all week. Sats and I have been talking about it for mm. a week. Rat, you've just joined Sports Day over the yep. last couple of weeks, and one of the first things we had to do was get the newly appointed uh, Wallabies coach on the line, and uh, you two have a wonderful long history. We do. And boy, am I fangirling this chat. Let's welcome Eddie Jones, Wallabies coach, to Sports Day. Eddie, welcome to the show. Yeah, no, thanks for having me on, guys. 
Well, Beaver, I'm, 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 when the announcement was, came out that you were coming back to coach, I, I instantly got excited because I know what you bring to the table. Um, it, was it a tough decision to, to come back to Australia after being away for so long? And, and I, I guess seeing the state of the game, uh, you know, particularly, you know, super rugby and the, the southern uh, you know, hemisphere teams that haven't been performing that well. You've been over in Europe, tough competitions, high quality rugby. What made you come back? Uh, well, firstly, mate, I thought I was done in Australia and you know, uh, always watch the games with with a lot of affection. And it was disappointing to see how rugby's been going. And you know, coming back in last year with England and, and rugby was a bit on the nose, mate. Um, so when I got a phone call saying, you know, would you coach for 2023... All I had to think about was, mate, whether I felt I had the energy and enthusiasm and, and desire to, to win. Um, and it took me about a week, and I thought, you know, I can't not give this a go. You know, it's too good an opportunity. And I want to see Australia do well again. Australian rugby, you know, be competing against NRL and AFL and, and, and soccer as, as one of the premier winner sports. Yeah, mate, it has been languishing, and it and it's... Probably as a former Wallaby, uh, it's probably been one of the most disappointing things. And to see, you know, the likes of the AFL and the Rugby League go from strength to strength, can you, I guess if, if, if you could put your finger on it directly, you'd, you'd be worth a fortune. But what, what do you think needs to change to get us back up into that sort of threshold? Well, I think, yeah, one thing we've got to beat the drum, mate. We've got to get out there and be aggressive. Um, yeah, I think rugby, because it's, it's got its public school roots, uh, private school roots. Um, so I've been in England too long. Mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, private school, private school roots. Yeah, it's a bit. She'll be all right, but it, it hasn't been right. So, yeah, we've got to compete, compete hard, compete hard for players. You know, why not buy a couple of league players to bring them across? You know, show we're serious about it. Yeah. And then, and then I think Super Rugby's saying just in the last two weeks that the administrators have got together and said, we've got to make the game uh, more attractive for people to watch. I, I look at European rugby. I look at, uh, you know, the domestic competitions, the, the Heineken Cup, the, the Six Nations, and it just seems like the quality of rugby over there on a consistent basis is higher. Does that, do, you, do you think we need to get to that here at that lower level than that in, international stage so that we can compete on a more consistent level? Because it seems like... Our national team, on their day, can beat anyone. But it's just not consistent yeah. enough. And it seems like our competition below that level, it's just like the NRL, it's week in, week out, brutal competition. How do we get to that at that lower level so that our guys are ready? Yeah, well, I think you've got Super Rugby, you know, and Super Rugby with with now New Zealand and obviously the two Pacific sides playing. That's at a regional level now. And it's, it's the players underneath. Like yeah. can we can we run a super club competition? You know, where the top four clubs from Brisbane play against the top four clubs from Australia, so they're playing at a higher level. Yep. It just needs to be another level above club rugby, which is good. Um, but we need just something to to give the players the opportunity to play at a higher level and get ready for super rugby. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer.
This is Sports Day. Hey, Yeti, you, you mentioned earlier on about the, the private schools, and this is something that, that Rat was quite passionate about last week, actually. He said it publicly on air about the pillaging that goes on with the 15 and 16-year-olds from rugby league clubs in the private rugby union schools. How does Australian rugby, how do they stop that? How do they put a plug in that? Yeah, I think Rat went to private school. I did. But I'll say this, Beaver, I'll say this. Rugby union was not professional. And it drives me insane that the GPS rugby school system is a breeding ground for NRL superstars. You, you know, you're... Kalen Pongers, your Dane Gagai's, your Joseph Lockie Crichton, your Joseph Tullie, these are all rugby guys. You know, yeah. how do we we're not just, have. We just got, how do we change We've got to sell the game more, mate. Yeah. Got to sell the game more. Because you, you, you have a look at, you know, NRL's great competition. Yeah. And as a, as a young guy, you can get rewarded straight away. Like Cameron Murray, maybe he comes out at Newington, uh, he's suffering, or South suffering 200,000 a year. And in rugby, you'll get 40000 a year. But as you, as you know, Matty, that the opportunities in rugby are, are not just financial. They're, they're opportunities to play in the third biggest sporting event in the world, opportunities to play in, in different countries around the world. Yeah, you, know, you can keep playing. If you're a good player and you're prepared to work hard, you can keep playing at 35, 36 in Japan or France or England. And you don't get those opportunities in league. Um, and that's the beauty of the game, you know, both yeah. are great games. But we've got to sell that to kids, show them how, how the opportunities there are, get, you know, ex-players in front of them and just show them that it's not the only uh, option they've got is to play NRL. Yeah. Mm. Now, you, you, you love your rugby league and we can, we can tell just by the way that uh, throughout this uh, discussion so far, Eddie, but 2002, there's Rat and, and Dell and... Was it? Did Dell famously say just watch these turnstiles? Big Dell yeah. sells, he said. Yeah, 2003. <laughs> 2003 was Lottie. Now, a lot of those outside backs for rugby union, the transition from league to rugby union, do you identify as the outside back as the easiest transition for a leaguey into, into rugby? Well, I reckon Dell wouldn't get through the turnstiles now. <laughs> <laughs> it would make it turn. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, definitely, mate. I think, you know, both are in space. Both are dealing in one-on-one situations, making decisions. You need pace and power. And just saw on the weekend, you know, Vinnie Valu from from who's had a couple of two dry mm. years in rugby is now starting to find his feet. And you know, uh, I think the transition's much easier for a forward. It's it's tough, mate. Mm. I think it's too tough because there's too much technical stuff in rugby. Um, for a forward to learn it, but definitely for backs, definitely for our, and particularly outside backs. Mate, I've, I've heard you interviewed prior to talking to us, and this is about the third time I've, I've heard you mention Cameron Murray. Yeah. Um, Please <laughs> There's a guy across the, the desk from me who's a, a rabid South fan, yeah, and uh, he's, he's starting to get a bit nervous. Um, <laughs> he, I, I think you're right. I think he would make an amazing number 12, the way that he could set up play and his toughness. Um, He'd be handy to have in in the stable, Eddie. Who else? Who else would yeah, be on no, the list? Yeah. Who else you got? Who else uh, are in your sights? I reckon Cameron Murray's a standout, mate. Like, oh. yeah, you know, he's got good sense. He's tough. He's a leader. Yeah, you know, all the things you want in rugby. You, you know, you think about what Sonny Bill Williams did when he came from league to union. Yeah, yeah. You know, Cameron Murray's. I know he's a different sort of player, but he'd have that that effect on players. Yeah. Oh, I reckon, mate. That clearly be handy at 10, mate. 
Oh, maybe. But oh, I, yeah, I couldn't see Penrith leading in game, mate. No, no, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm sure, you know, rugby have got a few um, fairly wealthy followers. They might help you <laughs> boost the checkbook a bit and get him across. But, mate, I, I'm excited about um, seeing you back at the helm. I mean, do you think Australian rugby is at a point, and this is, this is what concerns me, um, that we end up being like Australian soccer and our best players have to go overseas to play, to get, you know, the quality that they need to, to play at, to, to then come back and compete on that national stage. Are we, I, I'm, I'm nervous that we're close to that point, Beaver, and, and, and does that worry you? Uh, look, it's a concern, mate, but I think, again, if we paint a picture for players, show them, like, improve the quality of the Super Rugby programs, and they are starting to improve. Yeah. Uh, I think Super Rugby is just going to get stronger and stronger with the new competition structure. Yeah. I think, you know, and the, the Rugby Championship, you know, what other, what other, and it was one of the reasons I came, mate. I got an offer from another team to catch me in 2023, and their warm-up games for the World Cup were like Fiji, Tonga, Samoa, and they're not being disrespectful. But then you look at Australia and, you play, and we're playing South Africa and New Zealand twice. Like, yep. They're the games you want to coach and you want to play. And it's the yep. same for a player, mate. You know, you know, yeah. you played in Breslau Cups. What experience that is, mate. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so you, you've got to sell that to the players and make them know what, a, what an opportunity they got. Because when New Zealand plays Australian Breslau Cup, you know, most of the sporting world that's got any idea of rugby stops, mate, and watches it. Yeah, you know, and, and how many times in your life do you get to play in those games? Yeah, well, I look forward to seeing you you're back uh, at the helm, Beaver, and, and I, I wish you all the best, mate. We'll be right behind you, and um, we're looking forward to seeing Australia um, winning some games consistently. All right, mate. We'll do our best. We'll definitely do our best and look forward to catching up. But thanks, boys, for having me on. Eddie, before you go, I want to ask you a question. Is it true uh, when Wendell and Matt Rogers came to rugby, you had to separate them and you had a room and a hotel between them. Well, is that true and why? It's because he wanted to be involved in everything they did. That's why. Did you want to join the party, did you, Eddie? <laughs> that did happen. No, well, they were both, they both had, uh, shall we say, high spirits. <laughs> <laughs> like, you think back about those times, Matty, and how much fun we had. Oh, like, mate, and you honestly, know what? It's, yeah, what, 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 I, what I respected about you, Beaver, was it was like you you were okay with us having a good time, but we had to show up and we had to work. And if we didn't, yeah. we we copped yeah. it and mm. we wore it, you know. Yeah. And but we yeah. did, we, you know. You you play up, you show up. And um, you know, one thing that I that I'll say about Eddie Jones is is he's a hard coach, but he's a fair coach. All right, thanks, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, Thank Beaver. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. I don't know. Dust the trail, I suppose. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. You know, I think we've had a really good pre-season. It's been, small, been short. Yeah, and we've done plenty of things right. Uh, we did last last week, but also not really to the standard that we want. So, And, yeah, the Bronx were good enough to win that game. But um, other than that, no. I don't think we need any extra motivation, but yeah, potentially that could. At the moment, like we're just, you know, we're really just focusing on you know, getting our own game right and, and going after the game, and you know, seeing it as a great opportunity to get our season going. As we cut down to a big Thursday night footy game, that is Ivan Cleary, coach of the Panthers. Reply retorts.
to Latrell Mitchell and his uh, comments that there's uh, a crack in the windscreen at the Panthers. I do love it. And there's only some players that can do it. And again, it's like that Babe Ruth moment where he points into the yep. into the grandstand, hits the home run. So, um, And only some people can do it because they can back it up. Latrell's yep. one of those. He's He's got that swagger about him, whether you love well, or hate him. Well, crushes on him tonight. Who? Latrell. To what? To perform. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's I think that's what triggers him. I think that's what motivates him is yeah. when he puts that that internal pressure on himself. Um, so, you know, the Penrith Panthers, and he's right, Ivan Cleary, like, yeah, we weren't great last week and we've got to improve. The, the motivation is not brought on by anyone else. The motivation is to continue. It's within yourself. You've got to continue performing yeah. Yeah. at the best level to stay within that, that Penrith 17, 18, 19 players. So... It's going to be an absolutely – it's going to be a belter of a game. Catch that on SEN League uh, tonight. Some other NRL news. Titans half Kieran Foran is likely to line up against the Dragons after his PCL injury was downgraded to a bruise. Is that is that a true story? It's now a severe cork. It's a severe cork. Do you know, I played with a guy at the Gold Coast, really good player, played at Manly as well. His name's Damon Driscoll, front rower. He's now the CEO of Burley Bears, mm. their, their club. And he – he had a, what we would call a severe cork in his quad. He missed eight weeks because it kept bleeding into his knee. Oh, no. So that's the problem with this. And it, you have a bit of a joke and say, hang on, it's not a PCL injury now, which is a, a, a ligament in your, in your knee. It's now a severe cork. But the problem is that the cork keeps bleeding into your knee joint. So and do it, they drain it? Well, you can. You can drain it. But... If you just look after it the old-fashioned way, ice, ice, just rest it. Yep. And when when the time is right, they'll slowly stretch it. And, right. Okay. Um, but what it does, it leaks into your knee and just it basically just seizes your whole knee joint up, and it's yeah. really hard to get rid of. So, oh, happy plays. Oh, good last well, week. It's funny because we spoke to Justin uh, Holbrook, the Titans coach, during the week, and he it's funny because. Kieran Foran said, oh, no, it's not that bad. Mm. I'll be right. And he goes, well, no, let's get the scans and all that anyway. But it, it ended up being true. If he does turn out this weekend, I think he will. And that combination with David Fafita on the left. I've got to say, even if he wasn't playing, Jaden Campbell was playing at six. And a lot of people think, oh, he's too small in the front line. His dad was half his size. Mm. He went all right at number six. And um, well, Jaden just adds another spark of... Of um, of speed and unpredictability. I, I was in the lift with him a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he, he's small, but he's not that small. No, he's not. He's, I know he's what you mean. A, he's, he's quite tall. I don't want him to tackle me. Mm. You know, so, yeah, I, I, I think he'll go all right. When he came on last week in that 14 jersey, he was so fast. He what, was so quick. What about when he took off across the field from the scrum and turned AJ Brimson under? Yeah. And... AJ Brimson scores the try. And if, how quick was Brimson? If Campbell doesn't take off at the speed he takes off yeah, at, yeah. he doesn't open that break, do, do, that gap. Does he know where he's going when he takes off? No. <laughs> That's His great, dad isn't never it? Knew. His dad never knew. I remember we played Manly at Brookvale one night and Solomon Amana, and I used to defend inside Preston. So my job was to get across and try and protect Preston. Yep. But because he was so small, yeah, he would have been 71 kilos on a good day. Ringing wet. And... This night, Solomon Amano just ran at him all night. And I tried to get across to him to try and help out Preston, but he didn't need me. He just he dropped Solomon Amano on his head about six times. <laughs> and he just, in the end, halfway through the second half, he just gave up. 
Solomon. Yeah, I, th- I think Jaden Campbell will be, uh, be fine. fine. There's also reports Billy Slater could be the next Storm coach to succeed Bellamy. You know what? Can we stop doing there are also reports? Like, seriously. There a- should be a rule. It's like the magazines. My mum oh. was complaining yesterday reading the Woman's Day. She goes, did, did you hear what? about... Did you hear Ring of Woman's Day? Saying, Is that still out? Did you hear about um, Harry and Meghan? I went, oh, mum, really? And she goes, yeah, yeah. Sources say, or an insider said, I, you know what, there should be a rule and a law around saying an insider says or a source has told us. Or anything from Fox. So what's the next source? The source is the Billy Slater. Yeah, well, there's reports, reports. not a source. Okay. So it'll be a staff writer at a news publication somewhere. It which makes is, sense. Which is like a monkey at a bloody typewriter. It would make sense. Yes, yeah, so, but it's not a story. How is it a story? Was, that's like, all right, that's like. Is that what they call clickbait? Yes. Clickbait. It's not a hook and tease. <laughs> Who cares? Seriously. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a big job. It's a big job to take over an NRL team week in, not week in, week out. It's hour by hour mm. at NRL level. Yep. And if he's not assistant coaching at the moment, he probably needs to be. So he can just step into the role, get used to the operation. Billy Slater does not need to coach NRL. I don't think he does either. No, he's all right. He's good. You know, he used to ride track work jokes. Uh, Sports State, thanks to Gia. Uh, back in a moment. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Queensland is your place to race this year. Certainly is. Uh, plenty always going on. The man who's got his finger in every single pie. He uh, enjoyed a free lunch today. Uh, Chris Nelson, how are you, mate? I'm good, Jase. Uh, good afternoon slash evening to you and Sats. And it was uh, no pies. Wouldn't mind a bit of an apple pie and ice cream for dessert, but it didn't eventuate. Oh, that's all. That's a bit of bad <laughs> luck, mate. Um, we've got nothing on our run street uh, sheet here from Daddy Vass, our producer. So mm. you're going to surprise us with what's happening this weekend in racing in Queensland. I can tell you that's a big weekend of racing in Queensland. Our main meeting, of course, is at Eagle Farm, but we're also racing at the uh, Gold Coast on the Poly Track. We're right, I think I told you earlier in the week, we've got a meeting at Innisfail this week, which is something different, a tab meeting at Innisfail on Saturday, and back to Toowoomba on Saturday night. We had a week off last week. We're back racing at Toowoomba on Saturday night, and then the Sunshine Coast, of course, on Sunday. So another big weekend of racing, plus there's some really racing uh, down south too, guys, with... Group 1's at uh, both Rose Hill and a Group 1 at Flemington featuring Baller in the new market, Jase. Uh, uh, and your Baller. horse Scalopini goes round at Flemington as well. Uh, oh, no, your horse is shooting for gold, isn't it? Yeah, is it? It's is yeah. that, That's not running, is it? No, I didn't see shooting for gold, but I did see Scalopini there. So. You love the booms. Any booms running this weekend, Jason? Oh, there's booms everywhere. Yes. We're boom booming uh, this weekend. With, it's a bad joke. Hey, Scalopini ran well last start. Good dish. One last start. Yeah, Veal Scalopini tags. Yep. Good, uh, sorry, tags. Veal tags. Scalopini sats. Tags. <laughs> Don't take that. <laughs> sats is around about twice the height of tags and about and 100 with... kilos lighter. <laughs> Don't let tags hear that. Gee whiz. He I'll might kick me in the shin. That's going to appear somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was That's a good rough. run from Scal- Scalopini last start, wasn't it? It was a win at Flemington last start, uh, and you can expect another good performance on uh, Saturday from that stable, of course, the O'Day Hoisted Stable, who are training winner after winner after winner, and they got winners at uh, Doombin yesterday with Stella Magic winning as well. Okay, what am I going to put my money on this weekend? Nelson? Well, it's a tough meeting, Sats. Um, 
I'm going to go with one in the distance race. I normally avoid these races at all costs, but race seven, number five, two smoking barrels does look well placed. He looks to be building to something and he has one over the 2,400 metres at Eagle Farm. So I think he'll be hard to beat at around, around $4 mark. And in the last race, I know you love uh, some roughy sats. Mm-hmm. Race nine, number eight, GBS. Last time I checked was around $25. I know that's your sort of price. Uh, GBS, as in the letters. It. Yeah, it's spelled G-E-E-E-E-S. GBS. Okay. Nice. Yeah, race nine, okay. number eight. Absolute eye-catcher last start. Uh, couldn't get a run until late and then absolutely flashed to the line. Gets an extra 200 metres. I cannot work out why the price uh, is so good about GBS. I th- certainly think uh, is worth a few dollars each way. Beautiful. Rightio, mate. Thanks for those uh, tips. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Nelso, I've got everything crossed. Have a great weekend. You too, guys. All the best. See ya. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. You know I miss little Jack, little Bonsai Jack, because he used to do all of the football updates for us, the soccer, because mm. he's so into it. And he's a mad uh, raw supporter Absolutely. as well. You know he flew out last night? He did too. He did. He's going to, to find Ireland. some love in yep. Ireland. No Australian woman would date him, mm. so he's going to Ireland. Mm. You know, he's tanned. He's a tanned person in Ireland. His class is tan. He's pasty. Yeah, but they're really pasty. Mm. You know, so uh, I wonder what he's going to do for dinner. Though. I wonder if he can find those $3 lasagnas to eat in Ireland. The ones he gets constipated from. <laughs> that, and I reckon that's the reason he couldn't find a girlfriend. Because girls used to ring him and say, you want to go on a date? And he goes, I can't. He goes, I'm a bit backed up. Just in case I need to and go. And they thought it, his, his calendar was backed up, but it's not. It's his <laughs> it's system. His, it's his backside. Watch Brisbane Raw A-League matches live on Paramount Plus. 95, 95th minute goal, I should say, by MacArthur's Jake McGinge. Broke the hearts of Brisbane Raw fans last week, going down 3-2 sets. Mm. They fought back. I think they were down 2-0 at one stage. Well, they were winning a couple of weeks ago, didn't they? They broke the shackles. Um, but, yeah, well, they're still... Just looking at the ladder now, they're 10th on the ladder. Melbourne victory last and 12th. But they're still in the running. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be difficult. I think if they lose this week, because they're playing ladder leaders, Melbourne City away. Mm. So well, they, they can cause an upset. We know They that. could. Yeah. Uh, watch every Izuzu Ute A-League match live on Paramount+. Plus. Brisbane Raw tickets at Ticket Tech. Football is here with $40 family passes available to the Izuzu Ute a-League men, T's and C's apply. That's it, mate. We are done. I can't wait. I'm going home. Mm-hmm. I'm having Moroccan chicken tonight on potatoes for dinner. I know it's not very footy-like, is it? No, it's not at all. We have steak, chips and eggs. Oh, do you do that every Thursday night? Every Thursday night. night. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Can I come round? Yeah. I don't want fancy chicken. <laughs> I'll have the potatoes. <laughs> but I don't want the fancy. My wife's just getting very fancy. She just carbs you up, doesn't she? She loves does. the carbs. Yeah, she loves fattening me up. <laughs> it's what we call in the biz a feeder. <laughs> you know what? I love those shows. Anyway, we've got to go. Footy's on. See ya. Uh, catch you Monday night, mate. Goodbye! Uh...